Welcome to Jen Cares, powered by Chosen Podcast, a podcast that brings the community to you. Each week, we will feature a guest that will help us stay in the know. Now, here's your host, Jen Cares. Okay. So good day. My name is Jen Cares, and I'm the founder of Chosen. I am the founder of Chosen Counselors, a nonprofit organization that seeks to inspire, motivate, empower, and strengthen individuals and families. And I'm so happy and honored to be back with my friends here at Turning Points for Children's Community Engagement Team. Thank you so much for having me again, Michael and Julie and Ray. Okay, so today we're going to talk about fear and anxiety. I won't lie, my anxiety and fear probably went up a smidgen when I started seeing all these lovely faces, but I'm so excited that you all got to join, and I hope that something I say is beneficial to you. So, um, ironically, it wasn't until this morning that I was able to put together some words that I wanted to share. Um, I have been on this platform before, and yes, I share with people all the time, but I too, as you share, have some fear sometimes or anxiety as it relates to sharing insight or words of wisdom with others. Mostly because I don't take it for granted to have someone's attention for a moment, for a minute, an hour, or a day. And my goal is to share something that will inspire, that will motivate, that will empower, and that will strengthen someone. So to do that, you have to put myself to the side, you know, to share that truth of the matter, but also put me back in so that it comes across in the love that, um, someone cares about you and wants the best for you. So fears and anxiety. With fears, we've talked about grief, we've talked about relationships, um, we've talked about rejection, and today they want me to talk about fear and anxiety. And if honest, fear is through each of those components of our lives and more. Fear is defined as an unpleasant emotion caused by uh, the belief that someone or something is dangerous. You know, it would likely cause pain or a threat you know, fear, um, grief, uh, relationships and rejection as shared can cause some pain. And sometimes it threatens peace as what was working is no longer working or someone that was around is no longer around. So it causes us to have some fear, anxiety of what it would look like. And in some areas, uh, I want to talk about some areas that fear creeps in. So we have phobias, we have fear of being around others. And 2020 has helped those that don't like being around others, while those that may have a fear of being alone may have struggled, you know, throughout the year. Um, we have fear of open spaces, fear of closed spaces, fear of heights, flying, insects, snakes, cats, dogs, needles, the list goes on, right? But then we also have fear of criticism. What will they say? And making decisions based on what people think is scary because then you have to walk that thing out. If they encouraged you to make that decision and you went along with it and it wasn't something that you wanted to do, then we have another problem because now you're nervous. What am I doing? Do I even really know how to do this? Why did I say yes? So, uh, for instance, I tried a different color today. You know, I said, we're going to try it out, see how it works. Hey, we're trying to work it out. But again, that the people, the critics that sneak in, we have to have the confidence in ourselves. And sometimes that is hard because whatever we've been through in our past that causes us to be anxious or fearful of the public. And 
as I'll share later on, that's inevitable. It's going to happen. But again, we just want to be confident in who we are. And if we know that we're doing the best that we can for someone else, then that's the best that we can do. And that's the best we want to keep on doing. Another fear could be fear of poverty. Living paycheck to paycheck is real, okay? And some have been laid off and were able to obtain unemployment and a special grace was given to them in the form of some extra money. And my hope is that they've been saving and spending wisely. But you know, most importantly, any funds we have, we should spend wisely. And I know it's hard because Amazon Prime just won't let me be great. But because I have a fear of poverty, I don't want to be broke and things of that sort. I try to make sure I'm managing my funds correctly so that I don't have to worry about that. Or I pick up another side hustle. I know some people that do like Instacart and things of that sort. So we make wise decisions to help us to stay afloat. Uh, I also edit some books. I do some administrative work. They say you need to have seven streams of income. I'm almost there if I'm not there already. But again, we want to find ways to not overwhelm ourselves when it comes to finances, because that's a big one that causes fear and anxiety. Will I have a roof over my head? Will I have food in the refrigerator for my family? Will the lights be able to stay on? Will we have heat? You know, these are real things that happen. Another fear could be fear of old age, fear of death. Sometimes we quit before we really gave it our all, you know? You're laid off at whatever age or don't have a job at whatever age, and you're fearful to learn something new. And again, this is young and old. Sometimes you're just tired of learning. You know, school wasn't for everybody. But I like to say that life is a learning experience. We learn something new every day. And many have learned how to work from home, how to navigate Zooms, how to be a teacher, a lunch lady, a man, a parent, an adult, all in one day. We are ever evolving. And this uh, thing called life teaches us that every day. Another fear could be fear of failure. This is a big one. That what if? What if I did say yes? But what if I did say no? You know, you're going back and forth with yourself. You know, what if I did say yes to that dream job? You know, there are some opportunities that we do miss out on due to failure, a fear of failure, but we want to find that balance of living without regrets. If a red flag is as big as USA flag, then we want to let that go. But we also have to learn how to trust our gut sometimes and give, our, give ourselves a chance. Because yes, what if, but sometimes we have to bite the bullet and say, why not? Okay? Another one is fear of offending others. Mm. I said I was going to get to that one because that's going to happen. Heck, I may say something offensive. Now, it's not in my heart or my intention to be offensive. But if someone uh, does something or says something that you don't want to hear or it goes against your core beliefs, it could be offensive. Let's give you an example. Sugar and spaghetti or cheese and grits and a little sugar. You know, that's always the debate. Can sugar go on spaghetti? Um, because it doesn't have to be a big, big thing, but it's big enough to make you think. I'm not eating any spaghetti she make if she put spaghetti, uh, some sugar in it. But again, if I'm having uh, spaghetti and I'm putting sugar in it, it's only going to be in my bowl because everybody doesn't like that. But it could be offensive to somebody else if we do that because that's not what they like. Again, something small as an example, but it could be as big depending on whatever the situation is. But also knowing that your feelings matter and we want to validate your feelings and not push them aside. So a fear of looking foolish, you know, I started a live segment in July and it has been going strong ever since. 
thankfully. Um, but if you're on social media, you see a gazillion trillion people are going live. We have you know, churches that are going live because they can't worship together. Schools are going live to ensure that the children are learning. Paparazzi jewelers are popping up every day going live. And every detox you can think of is going live. And the thinking was, Will people listen to me if I'm going live? You know, will I have something of value to say? Will I have something of value to share? Will it really encourage, inspire, and motivate, and strengthen an individual and family watching? Thankfully, you know, um, it has been beneficial, and I have been hearing great things. But sometimes you can feel foolish if you're investing in something to help your dream go forth, and it's not going how you thought it would be going. But sometimes you find out it is impactful to somebody else. So we can't have that fear of being foolish. We want to be confident. Again, not always easy. As shared even today, sometimes I get a little anxiety and, and fears because you want to make sure that, one, what it is I'm saying, you're hearing. Um, sometimes I can talk too fast. I'm hoping that I'm going at the pace that works. Or if I did speed up because it's just me and who I am, that you still understand what it is that I'm saying. Um, and that you also hear that heart that I care about you. And that's why I'm here today to share about some fears and anxiety even I deal with every day. So which leads me to fear of success. Oh, yes, because after you got into the water, found out you could swim, now what? So you, you can't, you, you get into the water, you're swimming, you're doing good, or you're on a boat out in the, out in the water, you're doing great. One, I want to encourage you, don't jump out of that boat unless you got another one to get into. Don't jump out unless you do definitely know how to swim. But again, what happens when you jump out and it flourish and it goes beyond your wildest thoughts and dreams? We never know until we try. And with fear and anxiety, we got to find that groove to find out how to make it to know that we can still try. And hey, what's the worst that can happen? Now, now, I get it. The worst can be really worse. Um, we've all made some decisions that were not the greatest, but we learned from them and they've helped us to make better decisions in the future. So that's what happens. So sometimes it's a good day. Sometimes it's a bad day. You know, sometimes we ate something and we know we had no business eating it. And then it caused us to have some challenges. Again, we learn from that lesson. Um, I know some people that are maybe another example, lactose intolerant. I know some people that are lactose intolerant. They should not do like macaroni and cheese. They should not do milk, ice cream, anything of those sorts. However, sometimes they just have a taste for it and they want it. Now, if they're home by themselves and nobody can know what's going on because what happens after you have those things that we know we shouldn't have because it doesn't agree with our bodies, perfect. But if they're around somebody else, then that's another situation. Um, but all in fun, just knowing like, you know, fear and anxiety comes with some things, but we have to try. So, um, Again, it's not easy. Um, we may sit in that fear, that anxiety, um, well, that fear for a day, but we don't want it to become a year because time waits for no one. And if we do have a fear, eventually we want to address it to not let it keep on going because then it causes us some other trouble. Fear to go out, fear to try, fear to say yes. And sometimes say yes, maybe the yes you need to open up a gazillion different doors. So let's talk about anxiety. Now, anxiety is normal and it's said to be a healthy emotion. I know, yes, you can feel worry, nervousness, unease, and it's healthy. It actually is. Picture this, got another example. Your first time cooking for the man or woman of your dreams, whoever. You've cooked spaghetti, I'm gonna stick with my spaghetti, a gazillion times before. Now this is funny because I was recently asked, um, uh, someone wanted to make a dish for their significant other, a new person that they were um, engaging with. And they were like, you know, what should I make? My only suggestion was don't try anything new. 
Now you want to talk about a fear and anxiety? You try something new that you've never cooked before for somebody that you've never cooked for. Mm. You're going to be nervous. So don't do that. Do something that's tried and true that you know you can knock out the part. So you're already nervous and you're hoping that the seasoning does that you don't add too much or too little because you're nervous, you're shaking it in and things of that sort. Um, as again, it's not this time to try something new, you know, adding a new flavor and spice. You know what? Somebody told me if I add this to spaghetti, mm-mm, do your tried and truth, okay? So the time is about six o'clock and the dinner is supposed to happen at seven. You're hoping that the noodles don't overpower the sauce and the sauce don't overpower the noodles. And you know, when you have too many noodles and not too enough sauce, you know, that's a problem sometimes for some people. Again, you're nervous, anxiety, everything, because you're hoping that this dinner is going to be amazing. Salad on deck, garlic bread on deck, it didn't burn, thank the Lord. Uh, 15 minutes left to put the final touches on your leg, your attire, and then they arrive five minutes early. Dun, dun, dun. You are nervous. Will the spaghetti be to their liking? Do I have sugar in case they want to add some to theirs? Do I have antacids, you know, in case they get heartburn? Oh my gosh, can I even eat tomatoes? Everything is going through your mind. You're anxious, you're nervous, you're worried, you're fearful, you know, are they going to like it? Are my noodles going to be right? We didn't even talk about that because making spaghetti, the noodles, they got to be perfect, you know? But many thoughts come to mind. It's all healthy. It's all normal. The thing is knowing how far to go. Now, I could have these thoughts, but if those thoughts are taken over from me being present, from me enjoying that moment that I'm in, now we have a problem, you know? It's when a person uh, feels disproportionate levels of anxiety. It's out of control. It's not measured as great as it could be. Or it's like way up and way down and not really leveled out. That's when we want to look into that a little bit more. It may be a medical disorder, you know, anxiety disorders uh, from excessive nervousness, fear, apprehension, and worry. Again, it can be healthy. Um, today, being nervous about talking with everybody, I said, what's the worst that could happen? You know, they come and they be like, you know, Jules, Michael, don't get her again. She wasn't good, you know? What's the worst that could happen? No, but whatever it is, you know, still going forward from what it is. But if it was so bad that I still can't get off my first page of notes or I kept stumbling and mumbling and things of that sort, you know, it's now affecting what I'm trying to do for a livelihood. So I have to now get some support in that. What can I do? Take deep breaths, pull sigh, things of that sort, calm down, you know, do some practices, uh, practice or rehearsals in front of a mirror amongst some friends, the supporters, things of that sort. But we got to know when it's too much and when it's just enough. So that's how we know whether it's healthy or not healthy. And you know that best for yourself. Again, I can overthink, over-rationalize and all that jazz, but I know it's too much for me. And if it's too much for me, I get a headache. I don't want to be bothered with it anymore. I put it to the side and hopefully I'll come back to it. But you know what works best for you, okay? Another thing about anxiety is the, the waiting process. You know, we get anxious when we're waiting for some things. So I was talking with a friend and she's starting a business and she was anxious because it wasn't going as fast as she wanted it to go um, or as fast as she needed it to go. So she thought, okay. So she has the business name and she's certified paper wise, but there's some other things that, you know, you always need to get in place when trying to start a business. So I started off sharing with her, patience stinks, you know, but believe me, I know it will come, you know? I know patience thinks, you know, it's gonna work out. You've done your part, just trust the process. And she replied, easier said than done. 
Now, how many times have you said that to somebody as well? Like, you know, you're telling me to be patient, but you're not in my shoes. I'm waiting. I'm anxious. I'm fearful. Is it going to work out? Is it not going to work out? Did I invest my money in something that's going to be a dud? A whole bunch of thoughts are going through your mind, you know? But, you know, to her response, so the easier said than done, I replied, how about we reframe? Let's use this time to plan what happens when it is here so that you're really ready, ready. I say, you don't want to get it, and you don't have your price list, list together. You don't have your promos together. You don't have any connections made so that you can have some uh, clientele to buy into your service. You want to be able to get that thing that you're waiting for and be ready to hit the ground. Now, will hiccups come? Absolutely. But we want to use the time when we're waiting to create a business plan, to create a price list, choose the locations you want to serve hire staff, you know, the list goes on for the business or whatever it is that you're trying to do. You know, whatever you're waiting on, if you're waiting for a significant other, if you're waiting for a job uh, to contact you back, if you're waiting for your children to get home from school, whatever it is that you're waiting on, some things that you could do in that time of being worried and anxious and fearful, you can build yourself, you know, continue to learn who you are, Explore the job of your dream, you know, making sure that you are making connections to be a better version of you every day. Don't work against yourself, you know. Sometimes we're doing more damage than good, worrying and stressing ourselves out. And then a couple minutes later, the call or email comes through and it worked out. It's like, ooh, I was so worried though, you know. But we want to find, again, that balance of knowing if I'm worrying too much, if I'm fearful too much, so if it's too little, so where it's just enough, okay. Uh, we want to check in, but we don't want to overdo it. Again, we don't want to drive ourselves crazy. You know, I bought some stocks or invested in some stocks. And um, if you watch it every day, multiple times a day, um, I just want to let you know that's not good. The stocks are crazy. It's a, it's a special market. One day is up, one day is down. One day is like really, really up. And you're like, yes, I'm doing it. The next day, it's a different story. But watching it every day can make it, you know, nervous, anxious, things of that sort. Another great example of that is a football game. I kind of like to watch the fourth quarter. Between that second and third, too much be happening. I said, y'all don't want to win. What's going on? You get to that fourth quarter, though, some more anxiety comes because the time is crunching. So you're hoping that your team is going to pull through. All right? Again, you want to find out. You don't want to drive yourself crazy. Don't look at it every day. You know, finding out what works for you to keep your anxiety together. I've seen some people <laughs> watching the game, and it can get pretty intense, you know? So, again, checking in but not overdoing it. Or when you have those moments because that is something you're passionate about, again, that's normal too. You were hoping and rooting for your team. Hopefully they came through, you know? Sometimes they don't, all right? But the next time, we just try again. I wanna encourage you to tend to your health and well-being. Make sure everything is working out as it should. When's the last time you went to the doctor? When's the last time you went to the dentist? You know, uh, and the doctor goes beyond just the physical health um, or just getting a physical rather, a yearly annual, and some other checkups that the doctors can do as well. So making sure that we're always doing the things we need to be doing to keep ourselves busy and healthy so that whatever we're waiting for, our bodies can handle it as well, all right? We want to also cultivate healthy relationships. Learn how you want to be treated, you know. Take these time to learn how to treat others. I was talking with a friend today, and uh, she was sharing uh, a relationship that she has, a friendship, and the, the lack of communication or the challenge of communication. And I was sharing, like, they're trying to share how they want to be, how they would prefer to receive communication. Because, again, if I, I always, I'm going to use the love languages. I love the love languages by uh, Gary Chapman. 
Um, there are five different love languages. So one is physical touch, uh, quality time, and again, because I want to tell you, I can't remember them all. So let's talk about the quality time. So if somebody enjoys spending time with you, they're vocalizing that to you in whatever way possible to let you know, I like when you spend time with me, okay? So in those moments, you're finding out that's what works for them. But you might be acts of service, hmm, gifts and things of that sort of appreciation. I'm remembering them now. Um, depending on what your style is, that's what helps you to be a better person. And that's what helps them to be a better person. And you wanna engage in those things that shows that person, I appreciate you being a part of my life. And because I know you like quality time, hey, let's spend the afternoon together. Hey, I know you like gifts of service. Hey, I picked this up for you. I thought you would like it. Now, again, make sure those gifts, I just encourage, it's something that's beneficial, okay? Because if they have a gazillion and one of it, they might not need any more of it. But you find something that really touches their heart and you know, hey, this person thought of me. This person really cares about my well-being. So, talked about fear. We've talked about anxiety. Let's talk about some healthy ways to cope. Number one, most important, Accept that you cannot control everything. As simple as that. We can't control anything, really. You know, I always joke that the only thing I could control was my hair. You know, I could cut it, I could let it grow, I could add some more, and I could take it away. Um, and then you're hoping that that still comes out how you wanted it to be. But there's some things that we have no control over. I can plan the perfect day, and then the rain comes. But even when the rain comes, I still encourage you to find that sunshine. But no, you can't control everything, and it's okay. We have to learn how to appreciate and embrace those bumps and rolls that come. I've always heard that when you're riding and you get a detour, unexpected detour, the benefit in that is we don't know what that helped or saved us from. You know, sometimes you're running late and you had every intention to be on time. But then you find out that something happened that it could have been you. And I'm not, I'm not grateful or praising that happened to the other person, but sometimes it's a protection to you. So we want to be grateful for those moments and find the joy in them. As much as I wanted to be on time, it didn't work out for whatever the reason, but hey, we'll try again the next time. And sometimes I've experienced where I like to be on time for things and I'll get somewhere on time or something happens and I'm running late and I'll get there and the other people aren't there. I said, see, the Lord knew I like to be on time. And when people late, that might ruffle my feathers a little bit. So it happened as it should, okay? Another one is do your best. I encourage you to be kind to yourself. Mm. And one of my favorite uh, themes or phrases from Cinderella, one of my favorite movies, um, have patience and be kind. Be kind to yourself. You do your part and, you know, you'll be ready for whenever you're you'll be ready for whatever it is that you're waiting for when it comes along. Whatever it is you were worried about, do your part. If I did everything I knew I had to do to make sure it was good, mm, studying for a test. If I knew, if I did everything I knew I was supposed to do to study for that test, I remember the keywords they shared about, I paid attention and showed up to the classes, I read my homework, I did the papers, I did some extra readings to make sure I knew. When I go to take that test, only thing we worried about is when that teacher puts a question on that test that we didn't even talk about. But other than that, we're going to knock it out the park. Now, sometimes the anxiety comes with that. Sometimes we're not test takers. So you want to talk with your teacher and get support with that because that happens as well. But you want to do your best. You want to show up knowing that you did your best A game ever. And then when you go, you rock it out with confidence. Another one is to maintain a positive attitude. Another big one. Didn't I just say when the rain comes, we want to find some sunshine? 
I want to encourage you that it does get better. Seasons do change. And some people are not excited about the winter, you know, with being cold, the possibility of snow. Um, but winter doesn't last all year long. Well, depending where you live. But in Philadelphia area, where we mostly are, winter is those three months. When it's over, it's over. Then we come into spring. Then we come into summer. Then we come into fall. So that each season work its work. You know, a new season even begins tomorrow. You know, seasons change every day. Not just when winter, spring, summer, fall changes. But January comes. February comes. Monday comes. Tuesday comes. A new day. A season can change at any moment. So maintain a positive attitude. Though it was bad yesterday, today will be better. You know? Keep on keeping, keep the hope alive, is what they say. Also, learn what triggers your anxiety and fears. Mm. What causes you to get into a tizzy? What causes you to get off kilter? Now you want to identify what calms you down, what brings you peace. Because when we're feeling anxious, when we're feeling fearful, we, we feel it in our bodies. We see that something is off. So then what can we do to calm ourselves down? What can we do to bring ourselves peace, knowing that this season will change? Being kind to ourselves, you know, doing our best and accepting that we can't control everything. Some other ways could be to uh, exercise, helps us to calm down and not worry. You know, taking a bath, if that's something that you enjoy doing. Give yourself a pep talk. I enjoy affirmations. I can do this. Uh, I had a workshop the other week and the affirmation I would share was, I am enough by simply being me. That's a big one. Being comfortable in who you are and what you have to offer the world. And you're needed by simply being you. Another one is meditate. A big one too is working on managing time. Sometimes we become anxious. Sometimes we become fearful because we didn't, uh, manage our time very well. Ash year, today, it wasn't until today that I was able to put some of these words together. I had thoughts in my mind, but my managing time, it's not that it was bad. I'm working on a lot of projects and I couldn't get my mind focused on what it was. So it was making me more anxious, making me more fearful. <laughs> Seems like every time I do one of these, it, I really go through what it is I'm talking about. And it helps what I'm sharing to be more authentic. Because I've been there. I'm only telling you what I know and what's worked for me. Um, and I'm hoping that something of what I'm sharing will work for you. Another one is to ask for support. A lot of big ones. You don't have to handle things alone. I can't tell you how many times people reach out for support. You know, they want to talk through things, work through things, get support. They don't want to be burnt out. And I'm always there to be their listening ear. So again, ask for support. You have some amazing people in your life that can pull you up when you're having that bad moment, okay? That can encourage you, you know? You listen to other people, sometimes it's time for them to listen to you. And that's a balance to find as well, because I <laughs> have also had times where it seems like I'm pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and then who strengthens the strong one when they need it? When a strong one is worried, when a strong one is anxious, when a strong one is fearful, it happens. You know, so being able to be there for the strong people in your life, and again, them being there for you as well. Another one is establish healthy boundaries. Mm. I went to this event and the hook was, uh, don't mess with my bread and my vibe. Don't mess with my bread and my vibe. I was like, yes, I love that. And I hold that truth today. Because if it's messing with my bread, my money, then we have a problem. And if it's messing with my vibe, you know, I'm having a great day, I'm at peace. 
we got to have a meeting now because we can't have you messing up both of my, you know, my bread or my vibe, you know? So again, finding out those boundaries, knowing again, those triggers, what causes you to be anxious? What causes you to be fearful? If somebody always coming to you at the last minute is a trigger or something that causes your anxiety to flare up, you want to have a conversation with them. You know, I have no problem helping you, but when you come to me at 3.35 and you need it done at 3.36, now I can work miracles, but that's not fair to me or you because we want people to also respect our time. So again, create some healthy boundaries. And what I found is too, sometimes what I find to be a challenging piece, I want to also make sure I'm not doing that. So if I'm needing something done at 3.36 and it's 3.35, I want to be able to uh, give that person time as well. One, I should have asked them a lot earlier than 335 and if it's due at 336, you know? So again, we want to create those healthy boundaries, but we also want to be within those boundaries as well because I can't keep on expecting something from you and I'm not doing it myself. One, it's not fair, okay? I can't expect you to communicate with me and I'm not communicating with you. That causes problems, you know? We've all been in some relationships um, and can attest that that can cause a problem if one person is communicating and the other is not. Because I'm hoping that what I'm saying is working out and they're not responding or sharing anything. So I don't know if they are listening, not listening, or receiving, you know, it's a problem. So again, we want to communicate together. So establish those boundaries together. And sometimes we'll establish a boundary in a relationship, friendship, and our expectations are on it, but we want to also open to hear the expectations and the boundaries of that other person. Because you can say, you know, you can't call me at the eight anytime. And the person saying, well, I don't get off until eight. So we have to compromise. So sometimes you do compromise and finding that balance. Another one is to create a to-do list, you know, find things that bring you joy and write those out and engage in those things to help you to balance out when you are feeling anxious, balance out when you are feeling fearful, Again, these are healthy feelings. The key is just knowing when it's too much and when it's too little and when it's just enough. Too little fear, too little anxiety. Um, not that that's a bad thing either. I guess, um, you know, if I'm cooking something and it's on the stove, my anxiety is pretty mellow because, you know, it's going well. Now, I know some people who can put someone in a crock pot. I'm the one to put it in a crock pot and uh, let it go and be great. But there's some people, their anxiety may be a little higher because they're like, is my house going to burn down? Is it going to be all right? And then some people have a lower level um, and they're just like, I hope I put enough fluid in there so it doesn't, you know, dry out, things of that sort. But again, wherever your level is, everybody's level is different. But knowing what works best for you. Again, <laughs> I, I am always grateful to be here to be able to share different things about fear and anxiety. I hope that something I shared was beneficial and grateful. Um. Thanks for joining Jen Cares powered by Chosen Podcast this week. Make sure to visit our website at chosencounselors.com. That's chosen with a Z. To follow us, stay in the know, and most of all, never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode as we specialize in bringing the community to you.